Hello, and welcome to the Nate's Stories Podcast, Episode 5. Oh, here we are. Another week, another podcast. Let's see what's on the agenda. Last week I said I I was rambling way too much, and I said I would make this podcast good, you know, and I plotted some things out, have some ideas. It's still going to be a bit rambly, but I'm going to try to make it worth your while. I'm thinking in the future I'll just pick a subject and go with that, but for now... Let's get on with it. Yesterday, it was America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. I'm in America currently. Why is America called America? So, all right. So it's the United States of America, but Canadians are also Americans, and Mexicans are also Americans, because we're all in North America. Brazilians are Americans, but how come the United States... Ians get to call themselves Americans, and it's like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's that's. I just I I don't know why. I don't get it. How how did we overtake this term that, like Europeans, they get to. It's not like it's it's they, that refers to the entire continent. Or Australians, they kind of cheat a little bit because they're country is the continent. Are they the only country that's like that? Where their continent and their country are the same? I just learned something new. Or did I not learn that? And, and, and I'm just, just, I'm not pretending. I just am rambling. All right, let's get on. So first things first, Wimbledon is on the telly. And I watch Wimbledon in the morning because I'm in a, on the East Coast, and that's when they play Wimbledon. I like it. It's still the early rounds. Something interesting did happen. A bunch of players just called it quits in the middle of their matches. They were injured, apparently, and the announcers were complaining about it, saying, this this is a, a travesty. They, they, this shouldn't be allowed. The Tennis Federation should, should stop this from happening. Because they were saying that the players are only playing in the round, even though they're injured, to just get the prize money, and that shouldn't be allowed. And I'm like, okay, I, I just want to watch tennis. You guys figure it out. But if you change the scoring system, I'm probably going to stop watching tennis, which is one of the things they're planning on doing. I think later this year at one tournament, they want to make that scoring instead of the ridiculous scoring that tennis has, they want to shorten it and make it more short attention span friendly. Something like that. But it's too early to say anything. I like Federer. I like Nadal. I like the big names. I like Dimitrov. I like Djokovic. I like the Zarev brothers. I still can't say their names. I like that one of them is a serve and volley guy. Those don't even exist. What kind of tennis player am I? I am not a serve and volley here. I'm a counterpuncher. I'm mentioning myself after talking about pros. That's... Very egotistical. Anyways, next up, aging birthdays. It was my birthday, June 30th, and I turned 29. Not quite 30, so this is kind of the last hurrah of my 20s, even though I feel a little bit older because I got some body aches that are taking an extra day to heal, like a foot pain and a shoulder thing. From tennis and 
a stiff neck from sleeping in a weird position because I was really tired and I just plopped down on my stomach and you're not supposed to sleep on your stomach because then your head gets all in the wrong position and then you wake up with a stiff neck and you're like, oh! And one thing about stiff necks is I remember in high school I had a stiff neck twice on two different occasions and one of them was I was like a junior in high school and we were supposed to film a movie that day where I was just running down a hallway in a shot and I had a stiff neck so I was running weird and I just it was captured on video of me as like a 15 year old kid with a stiff neck trying to run normally so I looked really awkward nobody else noticed but then also the next time I had a stiff neck, I was in a band in high school, like a rock band or a funk band, you know, what we were doing, we were, we were playing the music. Uh, I'm never doing a British accent, an English accent. I'm never doing an accent again on this podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and on video, we were in a show and it was captured that I had a stiff neck that day. So basically these two videos from high school made it look like I had a stiff neck all the time. And that, that's it. They're, they're just really annoying. It's like an annoying injury where if you don't move around, you can't feel it. But as soon as you go into the wrong position, you're like, ah, life. You know what I mean? I mean, life, just, just stop messing, messing things up, you know, just, just stop it. Still off. Still off it. I just said I wasn't going to do accents. And I started to do a Boston accent. Oops. That was a little Voss vase thing at my foot. I like the Boston accent. It's it's quintessentially American, and it's also quintessentially obnoxious. It's like you gotta open your mouth. I I can't actually do a proper Boston accent, so someone might be listening to this and being like, "Stop doing it." Is that more Woody Allen? Might be. I don't know referencing the the Bill Burr manner of speech. <sighs> One thing I was also thinking about, people want to get famous these days. Oh, man, is this like a bad stand-up set? I mean, I guess it could be because no one's laughing. I'm just speaking my mind. But... Okay, so so getting famous today, like like all right, I was thinking here's like a perfect app. Maybe this already exists, but I think this would be really good to market towards the youth. I don't like the word millennial because especially because aren't the kids now these days not millennials? They're something else. Like I thought millennials were the ninety, like the late eighties and the nineties, but now the post. Millennium? Some? I don't know. On to the idea. Okay, so maybe I'll make a cartoon about this, which means I'm breaking a rule of the podcast of talking about cartoons. Oh, yeah. I was going to talk about another thing before. I, I, I just skipped over it. Anyways, an app where it goes into your phone and just makes it look like you're internet famous by like hijacking your Instagram, hijacking your Facebook, but not hijacking them. It's just infiltrates the likes so it looks like you get hundreds of thousands of likes on your pictures but just to you so i think this would be a great way to make people who just have low self-esteem feel great like they post a picture of a doodle and it just gets a hundred thousand likes and 
the likes aren't all instant. Like you can see them coming in and then you'll get these comments on it that are kind of generic, but it just, it just, it would make people feel great because isn't that basically what fame is to most people right now? There's no real consequence to it. It's just, they like the likes and they like feeling important and special. That's how it goes. But yeah, so birthday, one thing I was thinking about doing, since 30 is a is a considered a big number, I was thinking of making a cartoon, since I have this Nate Story series, one that goes through the transitions that I've went through, but visually. So I don't quite have it in my head, but what I was thinking was each, basically like every high school amount of time, so every four years, it feels like I get a group of people, and then we do something together, and then it dissipates over and fades into the next thing. Like, in high school, I was in a band, and then there was college, and then post-college, I would say those are the directionless years. Not that I was directionless. I was writing a comic strip called Directionless, but I was directionless, was I? A little bit. And then now I'm, I finished directionless, so we're moving into something else, which is... I guess you could say the Nate story stuff, but then there's all these things outside of that that I'm also doing where I'm meeting new people and then we'll hang out for within that four year period, but then things start to fade away. And then there's people where you're like, wow, I haven't thought about you in a while. Oh man, for all you people in high school or even college, it will make so much more sense once you're 10 years older than that age. You'll be like, wow, high school, all these people that I used to think about every day, I haven't thought about in a long time. Even with Facebook, you kind of fade from people. I've noticed that the people, the amount of people on, on my Facebook wishing happy birthday has gotten smaller with time. Is it because I don't really use Facebook? Probably. <laughs> Anyways. So uh, some of the comments on the last podcast were about my drawing style, how they really liked it, which is nice to hear i'm surprised but one of the things i like about at least the way that i put stuff online with my drawing is that they're all really quick i like that fast almost associate free association kind of drawing and the doodles where you just go for it and one here's a little art lesson the by putting something down on the page You've made something, so it doesn't matter how perfect it is. If you show it to somebody without saying anything, they're going to have a reaction to it. So if you look at a chair and you try to draw the chair and then show it to people, it's a standalone piece. You've made something. That is a big... Those are fireworks in the background. Can you hear that? That was definitely some street fireworks. When I was a kid, I thought those were illegal. I swear I don't have ADD. Or do I? No. What was I just saying? I could pause the podcast. But anyways, I could pause it and then go back to what I was thinking. But I was talking about drawing. Basically, the act of putting something down means you've made something. And you can relish on that, but then move on. Just keep drawing. So I don't think you can fail at drawing, even though art teachers and the art community seem to disagree with me. I've never been a huge fan of realism, especially once I realized photography existed. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to know. Some people are going to get mad at me about this. 
because realism is like their jam. There's a purpose to learning how to do it and how lighting works because then you can do some very good like concept art kind of stuff. You can create these amazing images and representations of reality. But at the same time, Photoshop exists. How many jobs were destroyed by the invention of Photoshop? Or just cameras in general? Artists, I've always wanted like one of those Renaissance paintings. There's the vase again. I've always wanted one of those Renaissance paintings of me, like in a sailor outfit looking like a king. Just like, paint me, I'm fabulous. And then you, then in 500 years, someone posts a, a meme with that face, this whatever. It's like their crazy language, modern language of the day. Anyways, back to drawing. I'm all about that sketching and keep on going and just making new things and practicing and doing what you like to draw. I, it was really frowned on when I was in school to like draw anime and draw other styles. They were, it was actually frowned on to even draw in your own style. It was kind of like you're supposed to do this very generic start basic thing and look at the outlines of reality and try to capture what's right in front of you. So you weren't even supposed to look at the page when you were doing some drawing. And that's when I noticed, that's when I realized I'm just a cartoonist because I just want to make funny little things. That's where my heart lies. So I would hire better artists to work for me if I had the chance. Uh, Another part of the creative process with drawing is writing. And a big part of the way that I like to write is by rewriting. Rewriting. Writing, rewriting, and then tweaking things. So I have one animation that I've been working on since... I finished Candy Corn, but I keep rewriting it because it's just not quite right. That's a lot of writing. I started to animate it, but it's just not working. And I think here's a little, little, little views snapshot into what I'm thinking about doing in the future. If I start a Patreon page, I would probably post my early drafts because the early drafts for a lot of these Nate stories, including the, the, I have a bunch of unreleased ones. They start as podcasts where I just talk about a subject for five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes. And then I edit that down and then I'll write it down and then I'll tweak it and then I'll record it again. And usually that one I'll send to people. But many times my first version has the most energy because that's the embodiment of the idea. So I try not to lose that with each of my versions, but it's really hard not to. And sometimes when you make things, you don't know what you're going to end up with and you just have to go along for the ride. I uh, Just not getting attached to something or attached to an idea or a line. So I'm actually doing one of the projects I'm working on right now because I did set up the goal in my head to release an animation every one to two months. So I had an animation that was, I, I'll say, I kind of alluded to it in the last podcast. It was about like a Trump joke. It was 30 seconds, wrote it out, storyboarded it, but it's just not fulfilling enough. It's just not working. And in order to tweak it, I'd need to expand on it. But then that defeats the purpose of making a short video. So I'm working on this other project that 
I was doing at the same time. That's just longer. But I'm going to do what I call Miyazaki-ing it. Miyazaki-ing it. Oh, I can't even say his name. How Miyazaki? He did Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. But but there's a thing that he did, or his studio, Studio Ghibli, did in Spirited Away, where I saw in the behind-the-scenes documentary, where they wrote, or they had the movie in progress. They were animating it, but they didn't have an ending, and they didn't know where the story was going. So I'm kind of doing that with a video right now, where I know the beginning of it, and I know the setting, and I know major beats but the fine print i do not know and i'm going to probably record stuff tomorrow and later today no right right i'm recording this the night before so no not later today but yeah it's just a i don't know making things and just keep doing it uh a little bit back to Wimbledon. Let's close this out with some uh, tennis talk. I watched the Djokovic match today and the Federer match today. Those are the two big stars. I watched a couple of other little matches. Uh, some of the Dimitrov match, some of the Del Potro match. Uh, it's a bit too early to say anything major. There have been. So I was kind of hoping Tommy Haas would win. He's an older guy for tennis. And Karlovich was another guy I was surprised to see that he lost. But tennis is tennis. It's random. I'm surprised that there's even any consistency in it. The fact that there are tennis stars that are famous for winning is strange to me. Because everybody in the top 100, they can all hit a forehand, backhand, serve. They're all amazing athletes. Yet there's these few people that are just somehow better. And they just are. I I can't. I'm not good enough to explain it. Is Martin one of those players? No. <laughs> Is that a reference that anybody's going to get? Um, I made a cartoon called Tennis with Martin a few years ago where I play a guy named Martin, and it's true. He's one of the people that I play. Still haven't beat him, and it's been a few years. Still, I've come close, but I just haven't done it. If I do beat him, I make a cartoon about it. And Yeah. So yeah, so let's start to close out this podcast. This one's running quite long. So one thing, I didn't get any questions this week, so I'm just going to talk about, I'll mention two YouTube channels that I think you could check out if your tastes are anything like mine. I, I tend to like watch a lot of random YouTube channels. Like There's the, the big ones like Vsauce or, uh, oh, well, my mind's going blank. So we're just going to stick with Vsauce. <laughs> uh, it, I was thinking of another one, but they changed. Like Kirkus got. Oh, now I'm just gonna look it up. Kirkus Scott, but they 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 changed their name to something English. In a nutshell, there we go. Yeah, those are two good YouTube channels that I like. They're like for smart people or CP Gray. As you can tell, these are ones that are popular on Reddit. But I have a whole bunch. I follow a lot of different animators and smaller YouTube channels that I think should get some attention. So I'm going to maybe mention a few. Here's two or a few in this series of me talking about YouTube that I think should get more attention. One of them is called Operation Liftoff with Alex Donsky and Lazar Dokev. I don't know if I pronounced that right. But they're tennis 
dudes. One of their one, I think Alex Alex Donsky is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. They're from Bulgaria, and they're just showing how you become a tennis pro from the lowest level. So he's 19 right now, and he's competing in the lowest level of tournaments. And you just see how you do it. He's competing in tournaments, training, and where they're going. And it's fascinating, and it's edited superbly, and it really drew me in. So I look forward to each episode, and I also follow them on Instagram. It's fun. I think they're cousins. Don't quote me on that. I don't. I um. I just. I just have a little script here, and I just pasted the channel name here. I should have done more research on the pronunciation. Anyways, yeah, I'd say check it out. It's fascinating. Even if you don't like tennis. I think it's interesting to see that this is just how it's done and the amount of focus and training and effort that goes in. And he doesn't have a coach. And it also talks about the money that they make, which is close to none. I think they're actually in negative money. <laughs> negative monies. Anyways, then a neck, the, the, another YouTube channel that I like. This is me in the, the video. Oh, I didn't even get to this subject. I just skipped it. But video games. I've actually been falling out of playing video games as I've gotten older. I've been playing less and less of them. Still like the older ones. My favorite system is the Game Boy Advance. I like the Fire Emblem series on that and play it from time to time. I do have a 3DS, but I the last game I played on it was was Fire Emblem, which was actually pretty new, but Oh, as I've gotten older, it's just less and less time devoted to playing games. I've been playing tennis more or just going out and doing things. And I don't know if that's just age or if that's just... One of the feelings I've gotten from a lot of games is that I've already done this before. They're not new to me, so the whole playing them is just not as satisfying as it once was. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if that's a, I'll, I'll meander around that subject in a future podcast. Maybe I'll dedicate a podcast to that, that subject. But one thing that I like to do is dive into that nostalgia territory. So since I grew up in the 90s, when a lot of those games were coming out and you'd see them at Blockbuster or you'd see the commercials read Nintendo Power, I like... I, I wouldn't want to make anything on YouTube about that, but it is something that I like to indulge in watching and just being like, yeah, I remember that stuff. Uh, oh, I, 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 I kind of stopped following majority of those games channels. I just, I don't play games anymore and I don't really like E3 or anything. I just, I see the trails and I'm like, trailers for new games or even games like series that I used to like like Super Mario or Zelda and I'm just like Neh. I don't I don't really look I already played that it's, is this what getting older feels like anyways <laughs> it's the next YouTube channel it was called uh, SNES drunk it's basically a guy that just reviews or recommends Super Nintendo games he sometimes does other systems like Genesis but yeah, he'll do like quick three minute videos and I like it. I don't really agree with much of his opinions on games, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun to watch and I like hearing other people's opinions and yeah, they're simple videos. I don't like it when people add all these stories and they add characters and they try to make these, these 
projects that are just about talking about other media into their own individual media, I tend to skip the story parts that they add to these reviews. Yeah. So anyways, let's... Let's just, uh, there's no questions. Let's just go to the comment of the week. Uh, let's do one from my YouTube regular channel, the Active Object X channel, and we'll do one from the Nate Stories channel. So let's load it up. Let's check it out. Check it out. Isn't that from um, Dr. Steve Rule? All right, let's go to this. Is, this is not planned out. I had a, I have one comment selected from my other YouTube channel, but not from the Nate Stories channel. So I got a comment on Cat from The Oddball God. And, I mean, maybe I'm... I'll, it's not... It's capitalized weird. The Oddball Goad. Goad. Because the O is capital in God. Anyways, their comment. I like their little image for their profile picture. It's... I hope they drew that. It's like a skull with a cool jacket. It's blue. Keep it up. Uh, the comment is, That's some good animation. You earned yourself a new sub. Smiley face. Well, it's actually, it's the teeth showing smiley face. So they were real happy. Well, I'm glad you liked the animation. Thanks, the oddball god. I like your username and picture. I hope you drew that picture. And then the other comment that I selected was... These are all fairly recent. They're like within the past few days. Was on my old video the, called Brandon. I, I always think it's really funny when people see they comment on my stuff from like 2007 or 2008 or even 2010, which is when this video is from. Because I'm just like, well, you guys are really digging back there. It's all generally from the scat man. Anyways, they commented on my video called Brandon. And their name is Baker Skills 21 I hope they're really good at baking. Their comment was, the original Inside Out. Yep. Brandon was about emotions. Uh, I, I did apply to Pixar. And they started making the Inside Out after I applied. Is that a, 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 a correlation? Well, correlation is not causation. I think they were probably working on this inside out for a long time. Plus, Brandon is not really that original of an idea. Plus, if I were to make Brandon now, I would make it pretty differently. Plus, I actually did film a sequel to Brandon. Little known fact, I didn't finish it because the script really wasn't that good. We jumped into production to make this thing. We, we used a diner, and we actually filmed this entire short with a cast and crew. And it just didn't turn out that good. And it was a really hard decision to just not make the video. I edited it. And maybe if I do a Patreon in the future, I'll, I'll post it. And you can, you can watch the very rough version. But yeah, maybe someday I'll step back into it. I'd rather make it as a feature film at this point. But I'd also just rather move on to better projects. Anyways, that's it for this podcast. It's quite a bit longer than the others. I hope it was engaging. I hope it's better than last week's rambling one. Um, yeah, lots covered here. Uh, have a great rest of your week. There won't be a new cartoon next week. I'm still working on stuff. And yeah, keep being great. Yeah.
See you around.